Hey Wildlings, this is Sarah. And this is Jenny, and you are listening to Naked with Socks. And on this podcast, we will be assessing assessing the the mess mess with finesse. So thank you guys for listening today. And I'm sure you're wondering why we are using the name Naked with Socks. Jenny, what does that mean? We are comfortable being vulnerable. So the naked basically stands for us being really transparent and naked and really going through our life experiences and kind of exposing all of that. And the socks is the comfort part. So that's just us being comfortable with sharing our life experiences with you and growing together. Yes. And the purpose of the podcast is we really want to educate empower and inspire everyone that's listening so we want to share our perspectives and hopefully this will influence your perspective and motivate us (laughs) as well as whoever is listening to do better in life because we can always be better (laughs) yeah so sarah and i definitely have some very different backgrounds and we think that from my perspective and sarah's perspective We definitely have a lot of information to cover, and we are extremely relatable. Yes, I agree. And it was one of the first things that we noticed about each other when we met was how very contrasting our lives were. But at the same time, we were dealing with the same emotions, the same realities, the same feelings, and we were like, you know what, let's let's just make this a podcast. Yeah. Let's (laughs) take over the world, you know. Okay. So Jenny, if someone was to ask you or me, who is this podcast for? What would you tell them? Everyone. Everyone. Anyone. Because we're fucking hilarious. We are. And we're all humans. (laughs) Yes. And this is for all the girls with um, daddy issues. This is for all the girls with purity culture issues issues. this is for millennials elder millennials husbands wives like we're just sharing it all moms stay-at-home moms entrepreneurs single moms we plan on having non-moms like you don't have kids cool you're still here yep we're still for you (laughs) yeah so we definitely want to be relatable to everyone and we're not going to be relatable to everyone and that's okay we're just but i definitely feel there may be one life experience that we do share with you guys that you could say oh my god like that is something that i went through or i'm going through now and it can be something where we may say one thing that sticks out to you in that life situation that you're going through that maybe we have experienced or are experiencing and we can go through it together. We want there to be a takeaway. We want you to be yes. able to also give us feedback and input. What do you want to hear about? What do you want to talk about? What kind of crazy stories would you like to hear from us? Because we definitely have a lot. We have plenty of those. We there. have an East Coast girl and a West Coast girl who have lived on opposite sides of the country and grown up completely different. And it's not all going to be about politics and religion and all of that. No. But We definitely have some fun stuff to share with you, and we hope that we can all get through this together, and we're definitely excited to get started. Yes, one of the things that we always say to each other when we have conversations or we're in like settings socially with other people, we'll just look at each other and we'll say, that's a whole episode. Yes. (laughs) Ta. That's a whole episode. Ta. 
So we definitely have a tall section. If you have something you want to talk about and you'll hear us say that, like we'll start going off on a tangent and then we'll have to stop and be like, that's a whole episode. Calm down. Yeah. So we'll be, we'll be talking <laughs> Reel it those. back in. And we want you to give us yours also. So we hope you enjoy. Yes. Okay, so Sarah, what are we drinking today? So first of all, cheers. Cheers to our first episode. Yes, to our first first (laughs) mulligan. (laughs) So today's drink, or tonight's drink, is a vodka cherry mulligan. And Jenny tonight was like, hey, what should we name our drink tonight that her husband Todd made for us? And I was thinking in my head because... To be honest with you guys, this is not the first time we've recorded. Nope, because we want to be really good. (laughs) And I was like in my head thinking, okay, what can we call tonight's drink? And it just came to me, a mulligan. So if you're not like familiar with golfing terms, a mulligan is like a redo. A do-over. A do-over. After your first. Yeah, if you just fuck up the first time, all right, here's a new one. Try again. This is our cherry mulligan. This is our cherry mulligan. Vodka, cherry juice, fresh squeezed lime juice. Love it. Super simple. We'll we'll share the or we'll put a link or something to yeah. Yeah. We want to have a fun question, something that we know we can relate to, and even if it's not a cocktail, any kind of like drink, that's definitely going to be our little theme for intro. So if you have your favorite cocktail, drop it in there. Yeah. So so get ready. Have your pen and paper. For what we're drinking. <laughs> yeah. Our last cocktail reels what, was like 30,000 views. Yes. We, I am we blown, blown away. We were so close to being viral. Yeah. So that's our goal. So that's why we talk about alcohol a lot. Yeah. We got to do more of those. Yes. More cocktails to get. 100. So before we get to this segment of the episode, I got to take a sip of my drink because <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be uh, fun. <laughs> We have some interview questions that we're going to be asking each other that we got um, from our friends, but we'll get more into that. And that's something that I think would be really fun in the future to do too. Also, have people like ask questions, yes, and submit them, and then we can do this. Literally, we want to hear from you. So I am totally down for that. Yes. Okay. Okay. So why don't you start with our first question? First question um, came from one of my best friends in Virginia. I just group texted everyone. I was like, hey, shoot me some questions. And I loved this one. It made me laugh because I had the perfect story for it. Um, So let's hear your answer, Sarah. The question is, what is an alcohol that you can't even look at without gagging? Um, So mine has to be 1,000 percent. Not 100. 1,000. Not even 100. It is Goldschlager. Oh, if, gross. If I even Ugh. smell it, look at it, I, I just, I can't. Um, it's, it was a, oh God, it was so long ago. But the story is that a long time ago in St. Augustine, a close group of friends and I all got a hotel together and on the beachside and we just decided we were going to get absolutely shit-faced and um, everybody ended up either throwing up in the pool, taking their pants. <laughs> just the gold, of, the gold was, flakes will do that. It, well, you. it was one of those nights. It makes you feel bougie where, as fuck. You just gotta take your pants off or throw up somewhere. Everyone was. It was just. It was just pure chaos. 
So um, now I, I will tell you, I've never touched it since. And it's still to this Probably day, if I best. look at it, yeah, I've just, nope, can't do it. It's disgusting. It's so gross. Mine's pretty bad too. Okay. Jägermeister. Have you ever had Jaeger? Like, like Jaeger bombs? I did one time at a bachelorette party. It's motor oil. It's disgusting. Yeah, I don't know if people do that. Yeah, um, seventh or eighth grade, one of those somewhere around that time. Uh, I went to a high school party at one of my girlfriends' house, and it was like one of the first times I got actually really wasted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I took the bottle, and I just remember drinking, and I was all my. I went to drink straight from the bottle. I chipped my tooth (laughs) and then punched myself in the face at the same time, got a black eye and I woke up the next day and literally had a black eye and like a chipped tooth and haven't drank it since. I can't smell it. I can't look at it. I had to go home like that and explain to my parents what happened. And that was my first real hangover. And that was pretty gnarly. That was really gnarly hangover. That sounds intense. Yeah, Jaeger's not my friend. Yeah. So, no Jaeger, no Goldschlager. Don't do it. Yeah, we're more seltzer girls. Yep, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it real and easy these days. <laughs> no, because when you drink now, like, at our age, in your 30s, it's a three to five day, like, recovery period. Yeah, it, you, sure. you, you need IVs. You need, like, days to recover. Oh, I dry scoop liquid IVs, side note, if anyone... Yeah, she just opens the liquid IV throws it back and just swishes it with some It helps water. so much with hangover. So you're welcome. Definitely try that at home, folks. I like it. Okay, our next question is from one of my friends, Delena, and she had she had like five really good questions, and it was one that I narrowed it down to because I thought it was such a fun answer, and it kind of goes with our whole theme of just owning who you are, and I love it. So... This question is, Jenny, what's an insult that you've received that you're proud of? (laughs) Something where someone was trying to make you feel bad about yourself, or maybe they didn't even know they were, but you were like, you know what? That's actually a good thing. (laughs) I feel like I have a, I frequently get a couple. Okay. Um, The first one that I, I get a lot is that I'm cold. Okay. And I've gotten that from feedback from whether it be a friend that I've worked with or an employee, like some kind of like mentor or supervisor okay. that I'm it, like, she's a cold bitch. Like, really? Yeah. Okay. And I've always taken that as like, it doesn't offend me at all. I am just a very straightforward person, no bullshit. And mm-hmm. I'm not trying to you get are. to know people or make yeah. friends. Um, that sounds really mean, but like. Really, I don't have time or energy for extra bullshit. Like, I feel yeah. like you think about in high school or like in my 20s, and I was doing all these things and trying to make everyone happy and spread myself super thin. And no, like, I don't have time for that. And I really think that's one that has resonated with me forever because I'm like, I'm not cold because I'm literally one of the like least cold people that you, once you get to know me. Yes, I agree. Um, and I always hear, well, especially from my husband, um, 98% crazy. (laughs) And I'm like, that's kind of good because only crazy people do the kind of stuff that we do. Like make podcasts and change careers and go to school and have kids and move across the state or 
shit move across the country yeah <laughs> so yeah you got to be crazy to do that stuff so i completely take that as a compliment yeah i like it what's your insult okay you received that you are proud of i have been told by people that are close to me and people that have you know been acquaintances or just met me i've been told that i am loud <laughs> l-o-u-d really? i am loud <laughs> really yes and okay. i know like you. I am. I'm a very loud person and I don't really know why because I can come across as very like shy and reserved. But if you get me into a really like a conversation that I'm really into or like something that gets me heated or I mean, I don't know. I just, my laugh is really loud. Like if I'm Mm. my real laugh is Mm, mm -hmm. extremely hilarious. Lee loud. <laughs> but anyways, um, one thing I noticed that's an insult and not a compliment that I picked up from you that I say oh. all the time <laughs> now is bless her heart. Bless her heart. And that's definitely a Southern thing. And it's basically like, you, yeah, it's not, it's not a compliment. It's like when you have nothing else to say, that's there's nice. no comeback to it. In the South, like if, if someone's just doing something dumb as shit or they're just making a fool of themselves, that's what you say. Yeah. Bless their heart. Like, I, I find myself saying that now. Because so no, <laughs> no one can come back with anything else. No. And that's the best thing about that phrase. So I would I say, I, but I take being loud as a compliment because it, I will say at times, has gotten me far. <laughs> In life, because I get noticed, and if I'm in a crowd of people, like, people just notice me, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so I've definitely taken that as, you know what? That's not a bad thing. And again, that's another opposite, I feel like, of ours. Yeah. Yeah. We opposites attract, and Sarah and I are definitely on the same page, very different books. Yes. But... Yeah, loud and proud, girl. Loud and, and fucking proud. And only crazy people quit their day job and buy pink flamingo lamps. I mean, if you're watching, see how cute this is. Really, it's behind. If you're not watching, it's a the most. You we'll have to put it on our Instagram. It's really cute. Yeah, oh, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our third and last question is kind of more personal. Um, and this is the question we came up with this one and it is one story about our childhood that best explains the person, the people that we are today. One story that explains who you are today from your childhood. When I started thinking of childhood stories, I started thinking like, oh, that's kind of sad or, oh, that's kind of funny. But I think the one that sticks out the most to me was in third or fourth grade, going to a D.A.R.E. assembly at my school. Okay. Yeah. Y'all know what the D.A.R.E. program is? Uh, Drug Abuse Resistance Education. It did a lot. Yeah, that one really, a whole lot of nothing really threw me for a loop. <laughs> a whole lot of nothing is that what Dare did. That one made me realize that my childhood was fucked up. <laughs> like, I just remember walking out of there being like, oh no. <laughs> like, is there counseling available for this? <laughs> and I went home after that day. We had our assembly and rally. They had literally putting on the screen at school 
in this cafeteria of like pictures of bongs and weed and alcohol and all of these things. And I just remember being like, oh my God, my parents are drug addicts. My parents are the worst people because they made it seem like it was like the worst thing in the world. And right. I was here. So I went home that day and I walked straight into my parents' room and there were three bongs. Boop, boop, boop. Bong, <laughs> bong, bong. I walked out to the bong, kitchen. Bong, bong. Mind you, they weren't home from work yet. I walked out to the kitchen. <laughs> Alcohol. Oh no. And then I like went into like the, the bathroom <laughs> and started looking at me. Oh my God, my parents. And I'm like, do I, I remember being like, do I call the police right now? Like, am I safe? Like what's going on? And then I just realized when my, so my dad got home that day or my mom got home and I cried to her. I'm just like, we'll sit down with your dad. And I had to have the talk with my parents and it was just like this is what we use to cope and this is how it is and this is normal and you're very safe and that was like a huge eye-opening day for me that I remember being like okay my family is different from other families like Mm -hmm. I would go over to Girl Scouts and you know all these families they'd have like dinner tables and all these things and I just remember being like I can't invite my friends over ever again. Like my my friends cannot be around drugs, and it was crazy. And so that is that yeah. was like one of the things that I think fourth grade. I was like, all right, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Drugs aren't cool. Drugs aren't bad. Drugs are yeah. great. And that's kind of the household that I grew up in. And shout out to mom and dad. You guys are awesome. Love them. But I think that was like the biggest eye opening thing for sure. Where I yeah. just realized like. But it was, I, but it was, I grew up that day. It was your normal though. Yeah. So that was my normal. So then I, that next, you know, then it was like, then my dad just didn't hide the bong anymore. Then he was just like actively smoking in the, in front of us. Yeah. Was yeah. Just, that was, that, yeah, that was my normal. And I think yeah. I grew up a lot that day. And so people are like, oh yeah, let's do a sleepover. I'm like, I'm doing it in my house. You are going to call the cops on me. And like, <laughs> I was terrified to do anything, but yeah, that's, that was kind of a little bit of background on how I was raised and my household and it definitely shaped the person I am today. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Thank you Love dare it. program for Thank ruining you. my life in third grade. She would have never known otherwise. <laughs> right. Okay, Sarah, what is one childhood story that best explains the person you are today? Okay. So, um one one story I have is I grew up in a Christian conservative home. Opposite and so we were taught about um, heaven, hell, Satan, Jesus, God, all of that. And one thing that stuck in my mind, and I don't necessarily think that it was like said to me that this was the case, but I believed in my head when I was very young, probably like six, seven, that if I said something out loud, right? Like if I was scared or so- of something, or if like I had a fear or something made me anxious or like anxiety, things like that. Like if I said it out loud to people around me, then Satan himself would come and attack me in a certain way of like that, like that fear. Like, so say if it was like, I had this fear of like a clown coming in my room in the middle of the night, I would be scared to say that because if I said it out loud, physically said it out loud, he would bring something around me to scare me. So 
The devil would hear you. The devil will hear me is what I would always think in my head. Like if I said anything negative (laughs) about my, like it was almost like a manifesting type thing, right? The worst kind of, the worst kind of manifesting when you're six and seven. Maybe. Oh my God. That's so young. I know. You were manifesting the devil. I wasn't even trying to. I was like, I can't say that I'm scared of anything because if I do, then this is going to happen or, you know, demons may come and I don't know it was just like this weird thing and it must have just been something that I watched or I don't know so um so you just kept everything inside I I did so I would say how that is plays into who I am today is I still have this like manifesting mindset of like if I say something negative if I dwell on things that are like stressing me out if I say them out loud Mm -hmm. right It's going to bring it on to me. So I can't say it. So it's like I can't manifest it into the world. I have to keep it in and deal with it. Oh, that's interesting. So I I would say I obviously I do complain. But I will not tell you what um, is terrifying me or scaring me inside. Because I don't want it to get out. Yeah, you don't want the devil to hear you. <laughs> I mean, as a, as a 33-year-old adult now, I know that that's just not really the case. But I still don't want to put out... Because what we put out into the world, you know, what we manifest, what we... It can come, you know, to us. Yeah, and so that's I crazy still, at six years old, though. Yeah, I was still thinking about those things in my head. And, like, I just had to keep it in. Probably not the healthiest thing in the world, um, but again, I don't necessarily think it was something that someone told me. It was just probably things I had been watching in that in the Christian circle that I was growing up in at yeah. that time, and that for sure shaped who you are today. Right, and it yeah, it was crazy, but didn't want to get all super deep there. But I I do see now how it plays into how I keep a lot of like the things that scare me. Um, or stuff that I'm going through a lot of people just don't know or even see it because I just I don't want it out (laughs) just hold it in. I hold it in until one day yeah oh I bottle stuff up too perfect segue into Mm -hmm. our future episodes and the rest of this podcast we will be talking about manifesting we will be talking about Millennials and how fucked up we are. Uh, we will definitely be going over shaming of women, how that's like a yeah. whole thing right now, narcissism. Which is a huge buzzword right now. And so I feel like that's... What's a buzzword? It's a popular, like... It's trending. It's trending. Trending. Okay. Hashtag trending. Sarah teaches me a lot of stuff. Um, judgment houses... <laughs> We should save that for Halloween. But yes, I mean, yeah, look forward to that. Well, we've got a lot. We do. We do. We have a lot up our sleeve and we just have to like remind ourselves to take it one step at a time. One day at a time. Definitely go on and vote on uh, the link in our Instagram. If you click it, you can do the survey, which just gives us fun feedback or there's the taw t-a-w-e that's a whole episode and you can vote on like our next episode and if you have your own fun topic that you'd like to discuss yes please please share definitely yes 
So we really want to thank you guys for listening today and taking time out of your day, whether you're doing the laundry or driving, whatever it is, we really appreciate you listening to us. Um, we had this idea in mind and we brought it, we manifested it, <laughs> we brought it into life and we are so excited that you guys have decided to come on this journey with us because it's going to be one hell of a ride. And as you can already tell from this episode, <laughs> um, there is a lot to unpack and share. And I think you guys are going to really enjoy these next couple episodes because we're going to go over one episode being for Jenny and one episode being for myself. And we'll get to share more about our personal lives and who we, who we are today, what made us who we are today. And I feel like whoever listens to either episode, if you listen to Jenny's or you listen to mine, you can resonate with both. Even if you maybe came from more of a side of the world that I grew up on, or, you know, you could relate with her where there's situations that you've been through, um, that you're like, damn, I kind of dealt with that too. So we each have our trauma and our fun stories mm -hmm. and we're happy to share this with you guys. It's a growth experience for us. Clearly we don't know what we're doing. We're going to fake it till we make it, yes. but we're going to make it. So, and stay on this journey with us. Yes. Neither of us are down for small talk. Like I know we kind of answered funny questions today, but, um, in the end, if you meet me, I don't. I don't do good with small talk. And so that's the biggest thing here is we all want to share things about ourselves. And we we just felt like this could be such an opportunity for whoever is listening to this. Be like, you know what? Yeah, I can share my story too. Yeah, I don't have to be afraid to dive into things that made me who I am today. Because the biggest takeaway is no matter what your upbringing is or how you grew up, you can still be successful as fuck. We're killing it. Yes. So be sure to tune in next week yes. to dive a little deeper into Jenny's story. I can't My wait. Story. I just cannot wait. Yes. And once again, you're listening to Naked with Socks, where we assess, assess the mess with, with finesse. finesse. Cheers! Cheers.